You're listening to a short preview of one of Simon's adventures. If you'd like to hear the whole adventure, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. If you decide to buy this episode, or even a whole collection, you'll be helping Simon create lots more adventures in the future. Here comes Simon. G'day, my name is Simon. I'm an Australian green tree frog. I'm also a fact-finding frog. Thanks for coming to visit me in my rainforest. Now, we can go on another adventure together. I must say, I love this tree stump. It never lets us down. Every time we start a new adventure, there are some very tricky clues waiting right here for us. Okie dokie. I'll read them out, and we can both try to work them out. Clue number one. You'll be in a nursery where everything gets touched and then talked about to a cephalopod. Hmm. Clue number two. A symbol of celebration that appears once every 12 months will help you to clear up a common misunderstanding about the human brain. Oh, as usual, I have no idea what either of those clues mean. We better get going on this adventure so we can work out what the tree stump is trying to tell us. Let's take in one really big breath together and when we breathe out, we'll be off. Okay. Deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go. Oh, wow. Looks like this adventure is going to be extremely elevating. Can you hear that unbelievably cool and groovy secret agent type music? That means we must be back in my top secret underground laboratory. Do you know where secret agents live? Well, if I told you, it wouldn't be a secret. (laughs) And what do you call a spy who only spies on houses? A real estate agent. (laughs) Sorry about that. We've only been on this adventure for a couple of minutes and I'm already being silly. Now, where were we? Oh yeah, my underground laboratory. But we're also inside an elevator with glass walls. It reminds me of the one from our atmosphere adventure, except this one is much smaller. Because of the glass walls, all you have to do is think about turning around and you'll be able to see the white benches full of gadgets and computer monitors that are right outside in my laboratory. If Chloe, my computer, was here, I could ask her about this elevator. I'm sure it wasn't here last time. Hello, Simon. I am here, and you are correct. You and your friend are currently on the ground floor in a newly constructed elevator designed to transport you safely to the top level of the treehouse. Ah, 
G'day, Chloe. Did you just say this elevator will take us to the top level of the treehouse? Yes. Does that mean you've finished creating all the rooms in the treehouse, Chloe? Yes. Wowza, wowza, and triple wowza. You must have really put your nose to the grindstone and burned some midnight oil, pulled a few all-nighters, and then burned the candle at both ends to get this one finished. Simon, I am a computer. I do not have a nose to put on a grindstone, and burning a candle at both ends would be both unnecessary and dangerous. If you are attempting to say that this project required extended periods of my undivided attention, along with several upgrades to my central pro-pro-pro-processing unit, then you would be correct. Are you okay, Chloe? I think you just did one of those computer glitchy things. I am experiencing variable and unpredictable random access memory and cache interactions, along with processor deviations in optimal output speeds that result in occasional errors in my communications array. Say what? I am tired and require a reboot, along with several updates. As this process would take at least 45 minutes, it can wait until the end of this adventure. This does not affect your safety or my ability to assist you, but I apologize in ad 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 advance for any unusual communications. No worries, Chloe. Sounds to me like you just need a lie down and a nice nap. Simon, computers do not nap. They can, however, enter sleep mode at the appropriate time. I went camping once, and when it was time to go to sleep, I used my backpack as a pillow. My friend said, that's not a pillow. And I said, anything's a pillow if you put your mind to it. (laughs) If I can't find my backpack, I can always sleep on serviettes because they're also called napkins. If you are ready to explore the upper level of the treehouse, please press the button with a number three on it. It is located on the right-hand side of the doors. No problemo, Chloe. Button number three it is. Ooh, it's a bit high for me to reach, even if I jump. Would you mind using your imagination to reach out and press the number three button on the right-hand side? Nice one. Thanks. Oh, sugar and honey. How sweet is this elevator? Nice ride, Chloe, including that super smooth music. Thank you, Simon. Even the front doors are made from glass. That means we can watch the trunk of the tree going past as we get higher. This is what I call the five-star way to get to your treehouse. No climbing required. It reminds me of the frog gym I go to back in my rainforest. They used to have a Stairmaster, but they took it out and replaced it with an Elevator Master. You just stand inside it for 20 minutes going up and down and then go home. (laughs) Sorry. I can't help myself sometimes. Now approaching the upper cortex layer. Thanks, Chloe. 
It feels like Christmas to me. Except we're not unwrapping presents. We're unwrapping the top layer of your brain to see what goes on in there. We're here. And how's this for amazing? The elevator doors are the doors to this top level. We can just walk straight out of here and we'll be in. Come on, let's see what Chloe's been up to. Mamma mia, ooh la la, and can you dig it all at the same time? I hope you brought your imagination, because mine is having trouble keeping up with what I can see in here. It's hard to know where to start, but here goes. First, let's take a few steps into this top level so we can get our bearings. Can you see in your mind that we're standing at the end of a corridor? It looks like something out of a futuristic submarine. All the walls are light blue and there are three rooms on our right and three on our left. The windows looking into those rooms are all round portholes and the doors all have those really cool rounded corners. You know, like they have on battleships and submarines. Ooh. I can't see any door handles though, so they must be fully automatic. Oh, I hope they make that excellent whooshing sound when they open, like the ones in the science fiction movies. This corridor goes right down the centre of the rooms and it's just wide enough for us to walk through together. You better hang on to your hat. Things are about to get a little bit crazy pants bananas in here because the entire ceiling is made of glass. Yep, glass. That's because... It's the bottom of an aquarium. You heard that right. An aquarium in your brain. Wow. Oh, it reminds me of those aquariums where you can watch the fish swimming over your head. This one isn't very deep, probably because there aren't any big fish in it. But I'll tell you what it does have in it. Twelve octopuses. Yeah, 12 octopuses. Six on each side. Two swimming around above each room. Oh man, an octopus is the perfect creature to be swimming around in the top layer of your brain. Really? Because they are super brainy themselves. Instead of one brain, like you or me, they have nine brains. I'm serious. Wow. They have their main brain and they also have a brain in each of their eight tentacles. The octopuses up above us are what scientists call your brain's association cortex. That means their job is to get information 
from lots of different bits of your brain, probably through their stretchy tentacles, and help you work out what you're looking at, or what you're touching, or hearing, or even seeing. You might say they're quite busy. Do you know what an octopus wears on the end of its tentacle feet? A Soctopus! <laughs> and what would you get if you crossed an octopus with an alligator? A Croctopus! <laughs> and what do you call an octopus who knows what time it is? A Clocktopus! <laughs> I've just worked out why Chloe has made this top layer of your brain look like an amazing submarine. It's because your brain is actually floating in the liquid the octopuses are swimming in. And that aquarium goes around your whole brain. Did you know your brain actually makes that liquid? It's called cerebrospinal fluid. And your brain makes so much of it that all of it gets replaced every eight hours, even when you're sleeping. How mind-blowing is that to realise that your brain is always underwater. You also have a web made of thick fibres between your brain and the inside of your skull. The fibres and the cerebrospinal fluid do their best to cushion your brain just in case you bump your head. Nature is definitely trying to keep your brain safe. It looks like it's trying to keep it clean too. How cute is this? There are little robot vacuum cleaners all over the place and they come in two sizes, small and even smaller. Those pocket-sized Roombas are your brain's glial cells. And you've got just as many of them in your brain as those famous neurons. You could say they're a cross between a housekeeper and Uber Eats. The bigger ones have food or drinks on top of them and they're delivering it to the neurons in those six rooms to keep them healthy. The smaller ones remind me of that really old video game. You know, with a little yellow circle. That's the end of the preview. Remember, you can check out the whole adventure at simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.